Hello, my name is Monique Camella. I am a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love and relationships coach. I created the Good Girl Unleashed podcast as a way to support you on your journey to liberating yourself from limiting beliefs, trauma, suppression, so that we can all come home and live authentically and unapologetically. I support my clients and my community with resolving trauma, releasing suppressed emotions in a safe, supportive way that allows them to reconnect to their authentic self and create a deeply fulfilling life and rich, nourishing relationships. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, I have something very special to share with you which is my day one of my Conscious Connections Masterclass. So I ran this masterclass last week from August 1st to 3rd, and it was just absolutely incredible. The transformations and the shifts that were happening for people in this space was just absolutely incredible. So day one, we went into the foundations of self-love and really building from the ground up to really cultivate that deep, self-love and acceptance to really get clear on the limiting beliefs that are holding us back in our life and then to start really having those perspective shifts that allows us to step into a whole new way of being and living. Day two is all about overcoming emotional triggers and how to effectively navigate that and why are we even getting triggered because it's through shining your light of awareness that you can make those really powerful changes in your life and in your relationships, first and foremost with your relationship to self. Day three was all about conscious communication, how to speak from our heart, but also how to compassionately listen. We also really went into our self-talk because communication, effective communication, it starts with you, with your inner dialogue. All that I offer, all that I teach, we always start with you because when you shift your internal world, it ripples out and will shift your external. It all starts with you. So I'm super excited to share day one with you on the podcast, something special just for you guys here, for my listeners, just as a big thank you for being here. Um, I'm going to keep this one on the podcast for a while. I may take it down. I'm not too sure. So make sure you do listen. And if you do want to get access to day two and day three, plus all of the homework pieces, the journal prompts and the community, the workbook, all of the pieces to really take this journey that much deeper, you can get access to the replays for a limited time. So I'll pop the link in the description of this episode and that way you can get access to all the replays and you can actually be there with us um, and really receive from this. There's also the option to join the VIP package, which is now only $27. And what this is going to get you is lifetime access to these recordings, plus our bonus call, where I actually guide you on a really, really powerful inner child healing experience and watching or witnessing those who joined have instantaneous shifts in the limiting beliefs they were carrying in the the wounds that they'd been carrying and that had been buried was absolutely phenomenal. So when you get the VIP package, you're going to get that plus you're also going to get my abundant love meditation album, which is really powerful in the sense of it's going to support you 
in cultivating that unshakable self-love and acceptance. So when you practice these meditations consistently, you're going to deepen your ability to love yourself, to accept yourself and cultivate that belonging from within, which is going to ripple out and you're going to start to really experience that in your external world. You're going to be able to receive the love from others. You're going to be able to feel like you you're fully accepted and you fully belong. And when we cultivate that energy, when we embody that frequency, what happens is your light begins to shine so bright that everything that you desire becomes magnetic to you. It starts to gravitate toward you because you know your worth. You know that you deserve it. You know who you are. So your soul tribe, the synchronicities, the opportunities, the things that you desire are much more easily able to move toward you rather than you needing to chase them, which takes so much energy. So go ahead, get the link below, get your VIP package today, only $27 for a limited time. These replays will not be available um, for too much longer and you won't be able to get that VIP pass for too much longer either. So it is a limited time offer. Go ahead, go and get it. And for now, let's dive into this episode day one of the Conscious Connections Masterclass, Foundations of Self-Love. So today is the foundations of self-love so that you can cultivate a deeper connection with yourself, harmony in your relationships and create the life you truly desire. So for those who don't know me, my name is Monique Carmella. I'm a trauma-informed feminine empowerment coach, self-love coach and relationships is where I I tend to work. Um, What I really find is self-love is really really the foundation of the work that we're going to be doing together i mentioned and you may have read it in when you registered or in the community it's really working from the ground up if you think about a house we need those strong foundations before we can actually build upwards and build that beautiful home it's the same with us we need those strong foundations and It was really incredible today. Um, I'm going to share this story with you in a moment, but just the synchronicities that that happen in life and how I went to my yoga class today and we were working with our foundations and with our root chakra. And um, she shared this beautiful quote that I'm going to share with you. And it was just really profound. I was like, this is incredible that this is what's coming up. And this is the theme of the yoga class today. All right, so a big warm welcome to everyone here. I'm so excited to to be with you, to share with you. If you've worked with me before, you know how passionate I am about my work and about supporting um, other amazing humans to, to heal and integrate and live their best life. So Conscious Connections is really for the woman who is ready to take control of her life, her relationships and her emotional state so that she can embrace a deeply connected life and build conscious, harmonious relationships. And so today we're going to be delving into why self-love is essential to building conscious, harmonious relationships, why many of us struggle to love and accept ourselves, and the three secrets to cultivating self-love and acceptance. So this is the quote that I've been like eager to share with you all day. Um, And I did share a little bit in if you saw the live in the Facebook community. So if you're not in the Facebook community, I highly recommend jumping in there because there's going to be so much goodness flowing through there, especially this week with with all the hype and all the energy about the masterclass. But I also want to 
continue nurturing this community as we move forth. So definitely jump in there. Um, but this quote, in order to flourish above, one must be firmly rooted below. This is really what we're delving into today, building those strong foundations, because we really need that, that love and the acceptance, the belonging that we, we tend to crave outside of ourselves. It needs to come from within. All right, so a little bit about me. So I actually had something really powerful come through recently. I, it was like five in the morning and I was working on this presentation and then I just took these moments to sit with my cacao and start journaling and this really beautiful, just, I'm not even like maybe like a little speech kind of thing of just like something that I just really wanted to share from my heart. It just started really pouring out of my heart. And then I had the intention of sharing this um, at the Hawke's Bay Yoga Fest that's coming up. It was the very first festival that I presented at last year. Um, yeah, last year. And I'll be presenting again this year. So um, and it was actually coming through for that. But then I was like, you know, what? I really want to share it with you guys. So you guys will be the first to hear it. Um, and it just shares a little bit about my journey. Um, so what I want to invite you to do is just take a few moments here to close down your eyes. And just take a few deep breaths. here to ground ourselves, to feel our root, the base of your spine. showing up for you this evening. Recently, I was traveling and we're on the airplane and they go through the emergency procedure and they talk about the masks coming down and they say to put your mask on first before helping anyone else because if you don't put your mask on, you won't be able to help anyone else. This is the same when it comes to filling up your own cup and taking care of you. 
eventually you find yourself many challenges in this lifetime. And what I realized is that all of them were symptoms of the belief, the wound that says I'm not good enough and never will be. That belief, that wound, has been within me ever since I can years ago I embarked on a journey. I'd had enough of the constant highs of panic and anxiety, the lows of depression, powerlessness, worthlessness, all the pushing, striving, trying to do more, give more, and be Petrified to speak to years ago, I embarked on the very journey that has brought me here today, to you, to remind you, me and all of us, that you are not only enough, you are so much more than just enough. You are everything. You deserve the abundance it's your birthright. You deserve to be seen and heard. It is your birthright. You deserve to be here and to have the most epic, incredible, delicious human experience. It is your birthright. Thank you for being here. For showing up for you. Let us journey from a place of curiosity, playfulness, and delightful innocence from our heart and into our heart. Let us journey together. But first, I want to ask you, what is your intention for this journey? And what is it that you deeply desire to receive from this experience over the next few days? What do you deeply desire? I invite you to take a moment here to feel into that and allow your heart to speak. Why did you show up today? Why did you take the time to register for this masterclass? 
And if you could get anything from this experience, what would it be? Whether we question if it's possible or not, if anything was possible, what would you choose to receive? And when you're ready, I invite you to come back into this space and share in the chat what is your intention. If you could have anything, what would you receive? And this not only sends that message out into the universe, it also really supports me in having the awareness of what it is that you really want so I know how to support you the best. Mm. A closer relationship with myself and nourish self-love and appreciation. The highest of love to be my most optimum self. Oh, you're so welcome, Juliet. The intention is to start to learn to love myself continue showing up for myself to build a practice and relationship with my intuition so that I can come from a place of authentic truth acceptance of who I am well I can definitely know let you all know that you are in the right place so allow those to keep on coming in I'm going to share my screen again because I want to make sure we get through everything that I want to share with you I do have a tendency to over deliver because I do love to give and it's like what I, I say, like I do a lot of work around releasing the overgiving, people pleasing, self-sacrificing tendencies. But what's so powerful when we give to ourselves and prioritize ourselves and fill up our cup, we actually have so much more to give because we're no longer depleted. We're overflowing, we're abundant. And that's when we actually get to serve our loved ones, our family, the community and humanity as a whole. So who am I? I realized everything I was struggling with was a symptom of something much deeper. That I am not good enough and never will be wound. So this was running the show for me for a very long time and it was affecting all areas of my life. And when I embarked on this journey 12 years ago, it has taken me down many different paths. I have had many fumbles and falls, but the most important thing I got back up every time and that's why I'm here with you. That's why I get to be here with you. There are many times where I wanted to leave this earth and I'd had enough. It felt too hard. It felt too painful. I was in a lot of suffering. I was very alone. I didn't know how to connect with anyone, not myself, not with anyone. And I've had a lot of transformations over the last 12 years and they just keep pouring in. Like I'm just on such an incredible journey that I'm so grateful for. And everything that I learn, everything that I embody, I teach and I share because I feel like how could we not? When we receive something, when we have a transformation or a shift that changes our life, how could we not want to share that with the intention to help others on their journey? So if I were to give myself kind of like a, a label of what I do, I, I, I feel like I'm 
what kind of sums it up is a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love and relationships coach. And I support people with a lot of different things um, in a lot of different ways, but that kind of sums it up. So let's keep going. So this is kind of a little bit of where... <laughs> <laughs> let's see if I can pause these all right I wonder I wonder if you're able to hear it or not let me know if you can hear it so I'm just going to share a little bit of like kind of context so these first two videos are from 2018 when I first started my journey of wanting to share what I was learning and integrating so really the the journey for me began about 12 years ago, but about it was probably about 2018 that I started to actually become want to become a little bit more verbal and actually share what was what I was learning. But I was petrified of the camera and of being seen and of being judged and what are people going to think of me and that like it just really, really froze me up. I was really stuck in the freeze response of the stress response. So there's the fight, the flight and the freeze. And I would just tend to freeze up from ever since I can remember, let me know if you resonate with this, if you're petrified of the camera or you have that fear of speaking, fear of self-judgment, let me know. But I'm gonna play one of these videos and you just let me know if you can hear it. But it's like, you can see in this video, even if you can't hear it, <laughs> I can barely even like look at the camera. I keep looking away. <laughs> and I'm not gonna watch all of them because I think a couple of them are like four minutes long. Um, see if, cool, can't hear it, but you can see it. But yeah, you might be able to see, like I can barely actually even look at the camera. I keep, I keep looking away. And then this one here is when I met my partner Liam um, on the Gold Coast and He's trying to help me in getting started with recording myself on camera. And you can see I'm literally hiding behind him. This is a pre-recorded video. It's not live and I'm hiding. <laughs> and this was only, what, four years ago. Um, so a lot has changed in that time. This photo over here is when I'm um, in 2019 as well, when I was just like Liam and I met in, in the beginning of 2019. I was I could barely speak to him when we first started dating I was just so petrified I had so much self judgment I felt so tiny and not good enough and ugly and had so much self hatred like there was just so many layers that I've been unraveling over the years and over the last three years especially there's just been transformation after transformation which is why we get to be here together. And then coming on to the next one, this is a little bit of like the transformation now. So I began the journey of self-love and it completely transformed my life. So 2019, at the end of that year, I got engaged. So this was after about five years of not being able to kind of keep anyone around. I was dating and no one wanted to stick around. No one could really understand the, the challenge I was having around speaking and expressing and asking for what I wanted or needed. And they just kept leaving. And I was like, there must be something seriously wrong with me that no one wants to hang around. And it was really, really challenging. And then I met Liam and for the first few months I could barely speak to him and he stuck by me. Um, and it really gave me the safe space to start delving into those layers um, and really finding my voice. 
2021, I ran my first retreat. This was a dream that I had had for six years before running the retreat. And then it was finally happening. I remember the opening ceremony and I could barely speak, not because I didn't want to, but because I just had this huge smile across my face and I just couldn't stop smiling. I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to talk right now. It's just like ear to ear smile. And it was just so exciting. And you can see how, how happy I am there in the freezing cold water in Takaka. Um, someone that comes from Australia that doesn't really do cold. Somehow I managed to get in the cold water and just breaking through so many, so many barriers. In 2022, um, so last year, it was actually um, probably the end of 2021 where I presented at my very first festival, which was the Hawke's Bay Festival. Um, but since then I've presented at about, I think it's been four or five now. Um, and so I've actually got a, a microphone on and I remember getting mic'd up at the Hawke's Bay Festival and just being like, if my younger self could see me now, like, holy cow. And I was having all these flashbacks of like, wow, look how far I've come. And so I share this because I just want to, I want to give you that context and that awareness of like, just how far I've come by, by continuously showing up, by committing to my journey, by committing to myself and doing the work. We don't get these kinds of results by just signing up to a, we to a webinar or a masterclass and then not showing up for it, not watching the replays or not doing the work, the homework pieces. Um, sometimes it can be easy to, to kind of have life get in the way and we, we forget to do the things that are actually going to really shift a lot of these, these challenges that we're going through and allow us to really thrive in life. So a lot of what I went through to get to this place, it wasn't easy. And I remember them like they were yesterday and I'm still navigating my own journey, still going through those layers. So I totally deeply feel you with when those challenges are coming up and it feels so consuming, overwhelming, but that's why I do what I do so that you don't have to do it alone. It's why I create these masterclasses, the communities, the programs, the different offerings so that you don't have to do it alone. So the more people I worked with, the more I realized I was onto something. So I began coaching unintentionally. I was running workshops all over the country, traveling up and down New Zealand. And then a, fr a, a friend that actually attended a workshop. So we met at the workshop and then we stayed in touch and she reached out and she, she wanted to connect. And then all of a sudden it kind of turned into a coaching session, but I was more just sharing from my heart. There was no intention to coach her, just answering her questions and sharing what was intuitively coming up for me and then she was like oh my god this is like so powerful this is so incredible I'm so grateful I have to pay you for this like this was a coaching session I was like oh, oh okay um and that was the next step for me learning to receive that and be okay with that because usually I'll be like oh no no I wasn't expecting anything for this but by me allowing myself to receive that that's what really opened up this next level of really sharing in this way as we continued to work together i found that there was so much shifting for her and i was like wow i can do this like i'm ready for this and then more people started coming in and i was like this is really happening and it's just been such an organic journey that i really had to learn to really surrender into and trust and so this is really when i became obsessed with with learning more and diving deeper into this work and finding new tools and ways to support people on the deepest level to get them the transformation they were looking for to create the life that they truly desire. 
And now I've worked with thousands of people around New Zealand and Australia, supporting them with understanding the root cause of their challenges so that they can reclaim their power and create the life and the relationships they desire. I really have figured out what actually works. I've tried a lot of different things. A lot of things didn't work. A lot of things or have, and I really started to accumulate these really powerful tools and practices and teachings that I share here with you so that it can really support you in your life as well. So we're going to be learning lots of amazing new things over the next few days together. So fast forward to today, I have cultivated unshakable self-love and acceptance. My inner dialogue has completely transformed and in doing so, I found my voice, figured out how to effectively overcome emotional triggers that allows me to have deeply connected and loving relationships with myself, my partner, my family and our community. I've healed the heartache and wounds of past relationships and re released limiting beliefs that have prevented me from having the life and the relationships I deeply desired. And I've supported thousands, which is just still blows my mind, um, supporting others to transform their life. All right. So my entire life changed when I chose to implement what I'm going to be sharing with you over the next few days. And I really want you to hear this because if I can do it, so can you. I believe that we're all incredible beings and we have so much more power than we realize, so much more capability. And I don't feel like I'm any more or less special or I'm not like this magical unicorn that just kind of, it just happened. Like it took a lot of work and I had to keep showing up for me even in the times where it was the hardest to show up. I still showed up, I did the work and this is why I have the incredible results that I have now. It's why my clients have the, the incredible results that they have. Um, so I'm just a regular human, just like you, who was looking for a solution and I found one. And even though I may be the one teaching, sharing the tools, it comes from that consistent practice and doing the work. So if I can do it, so can you. So why are you here? Take a moment here just to remind yourself what brought you here that deep desire that that thing that you would that you would have that you would choose to receive if you could have anything over the next few days hold that in your heart remind yourself of it keep it close to you and ask yourself what am i willing to do to reach that goal to receive that desire to to get to that place where you fully love yourself, you accept yourself, you have the relationship you want, you have the life you want. What are you willing to do? And so I wanna invite you to pop in the chat. If you are resonating with this, you're feeling like, yep, I'm in, I'm committed. I want you to pop in the chat, I'm committed. Or pop a yes. Really declare that commitment for yourself. It's really through this engagement where we're actually taking action and we're, we're not just saying the words, we're taking the action. So there is a purpose to me asking you to pop things in the chat. It's not just for the sake of it. And if you're watching this in the Facebook group, popping it in the comments. If you're watching the replay, pop it in the comments. Just because we're no longer live doesn't mean you can't take that action and show up for yourself. So a couple of things to keep in mind over the next few days and really beyond. Um, 
get out of your own way. This was a really hard one for me. I just kept getting back in the way and just know that it's about taking action, even if it's just one action, baby steps, by popping something in the chat, by sharing your experience, by showing up to the live call, scheduling a time to watch the replay, taking those little actions, those atomic habits, an incredible book, <laughs> um, by taking those steps, you're going to start to see those shifts. It might start slowly to begin with, but that's the, the consistency is where you're going to get those results. Perfection is your enemy. One that it took me a little while to, to fully land for me because I just I wanted to be perfect, thinking that if I, if I finally got it right, if I was finally perfect, I would be loved, I would be accepted, I would belong, people would like me. And so I just kept trying to be something that I wasn't because I didn't feel like just being me was enough. But if, even if you somehow concoct a version, um, like a mask that gets you some sort of acceptance or status or whatever it is, there's always going to be that void there because you're not really being accepted for who you are. You're being accepted for who people think you are. So perfection is your enemy. There's no right or wrong here. We're on a journey. We're learning. We're growing. We're evolving. And I'm sharing from my personal experience. I'm sharing my life journey. And if something doesn't resonate for you, that is okay. Take what resonates. Leave the rest always. You may find that something resonates at a later date. Something lands at a later date. You may hear something that I share with you on the next three days that you've heard before, but it lands a little bit differently. So I invite you to keep that open mind, keep an open heart, ready to receive, curious about what is here for you. All right. So let's dive into the content now. We'll just take a moment here just to move our body. We're, we're going to be sitting for a little while while we delve into this. I may go a little over time. Um, just know that if you do need to jump off at any point, that's completely okay. And you can catch up on the replay. Um, but I'm going to do my best to stay on time. But just give your body a little shake out, a little bit of a sighing and just get some energy moving. So when we're sitting for a long period of time, we can get a little stagnant. Uh, we can get a little sleepy. So bringing in that movement is going to help you um, receive more and retain more. All right. So why self-love is essential to building conscious, harmonious relationships. So as I shared in the beginning about my journey, many of us are operating from the belief or the wound that I'm not worthy or I'm not enough, causing us to seek external validation. We're looking for someone else to tell us we are worthy of the love, the acceptance, the belonging that we crave. But even if they were to give that to us, the amount of times that I heard someone say how amazing they thought I was or how beautiful they thought I was or whatever their opinion was, I couldn't receive it. Even from my family, they would tell me they love me and they're here for me and all these things. I just couldn't receive it. So even if you get that external validation, it just doesn't quite hit the spot. It doesn't fill that void or make you feel any differently. So why is that? Because we're operating from something much deeper. The external validation is almost like kind of a little band-aid and it's not really addressing the core of what's going on here so we need to really get to the core of 
where did this I am not worthy or I am not come not not enough come from where is the core of this where is the first time you heard this if you took a moment here just to close your eyes and feel into that if you resonate with one of these beliefs or maybe there's another one that you feel is running the show what is the core belief that's coming up for you and when was the first time you felt that and pop it in the chat when you're ready what was the what is the core belief that is running currently and where when did you first hear that so i'm just going to take a moment here to check out the chat oh, i love this thing all that i am committed yeah i love i love that um that you shared that the the i am too much and so then we feel like oh i better dull myself i better tone that down because if i'm too much i won't be loved i won't be accepted i won't belong so again it's coming from this like fear of loss of love it tends to be like that that's what's causing a lot of us to kind of stay small or stay dim like to keep dimming that light because it's like well if i shine bright if i'm my big self and i have this one too of like what if i'm just too much what if they don't like that what if i show all of me and it's just not received but the thing is not everyone is going to vibe with you not everyone's going to vibe with me and that's okay but when we shop as our full self and we can accept that not everyone is going to vibe with me but we can still get along then you'll actually start to create the space for your tribe to come through which is super super exciting and that's what i love about this community as well you're going to find your tribe within this community you're going to find people that have similar experiences or beliefs or things that they're navigating and there's going to be that like i'm no longer alone on this journey mm, yeah the too loud i'm not good enough I lived by myself a very long time and struggled to always be by being my own support and remind myself I am enough. Not good enough, not good enough. I'm not worthy, not lovable. Yeah, of course, if you need to jump off early, all good. You do what you need to do. We're going we're gonna to be here um, flowing into the Facebook community and there's going to be so much more to join in on. Um, all right always felt unimportant yeah since childhood being too sensitive and emotional i'm not enough kindergarten social conditioning reinforced by parent and teacher see this is the thing like all of these things they started a lot of them in childhood in those early days and that's why the bonus day on saturday is so important whether you join live or watch the replay because we're actually going to delve into the childhood um, belief or the trauma and start to really integrate that so it no longer has so much power over you we can start to reclaim that power all right so keep popping those in the chat i'm just gonna head back to my presentation all right so why many of us struggle to love and accept ourselves so we come into this world as sponges literally living in a meditative state for the first seven years of our life the prime state for programming and this is essential because this is how we learn how to be human and to navigate the world and survive and um, like we do need this to, to know how to navigate the world, but many of us were raised by adults who had unresolved traumas wounds and limiting beliefs that were acted out and projected onto us and a lot of the, I don't believe this is intentional and this isn't 
um, blaming anyone. It's just acknowledging that we've all got stuff and a lot of it is running unconsciously and none of us were given the support or the tools to navigate this, to heal those wounds, to integrate them, to share what we're learning. A lot of us have been shut down in the throat and don't feel safe to speak because when we did speak, we got shamed or wronged or shut down. Um, when we were open, we had our heart open and we were giving love freely and just being authentically ourselves. We were told we were too much. We were told it's wrong, it's shameful, it's bad, it's this, it's that. And it got, it got labeled, we got labeled. And we started to develop these coping and protective mechanisms to protect us while we went through that experience. Because if we didn't have those in place, it would have been really hard to get through that. So again, these coping mechanisms, protective mechanisms aren't bad. They were essential. But the issue comes in when they become outdated and it's almost like what their, what their, their original purpose was, was to, was to protect. Now it's actually creating the opposite. It's creating more unsafety. It's creating more shutdown. It's creating a ripple effect. And we can unconsciously start to create more of the same experience, really giving us the opportunity to, to heal them, which we're going to delve more into tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it just starts to almost like expand and create more of, of like this, this suffering and feeling unsafe to be ourselves. So when we were in childhood, we watched, we absorbed, we learned ways of being and acting and formed our core beliefs and perceptions of the world, often through the lens of our original caregivers, through the culture we grew up, through societal norms, through our peer groups. And we like just started absorbing all these things. And along the way, we lost ourselves. We lost our authenticity, our authentic expression, just to be fully and freely ourselves. We, we kind of lost or buried our uniqueness, which is what makes you you. It's, it's your light. And somewhere along the way, you received the message. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm too much. And I'm not worthy of love. There's something wrong with me. And that's why I can't accept myself. Like, how could I accept myself when, when no one else does or when my, my mother or this person treated me this way or we have these different stories that are running and we tend to buy into these stories and we give the story our power. So what I want to support you to do is to reclaim your power and release those stories and create new empowering stories that actually can support you to thrive in your life. So let's dive into the three secrets to cultivating self-love and acceptance. So if you've worked with me before, you probably know of these. I've shared them um, in other offerings that I've had, but you may find that it just lands a little more deeply or a little different, or it serves as a reminder because we learn through things through repetition. We don't just hear something once, do one exercise, and then we tick it off the list and we're done. Yep, got that one. No, we've got to repeat and practice consistently. We've got to keep showing up, keep doing the practices. Eventually, it becomes habitual. We start to replace those coping mechanisms that are no longer serving with these awesome, epic, empowering habits and rituals that just become so habitual where it's like, it's no longer, oh, I've got to go and sit down and do this thing. It just becomes your way of being. And that's what's happened for me. 
where when I'm when I feel a trigger, I feel it straight away and but I don't lose myself in it. When I feel maybe like a, an inkling of uh, self-judgment or self-criticism or maybe I should be doing more or maybe that was not the right thing to say or if I'm going into any of that kind of self-talk, I'm now able to really catch that with presence and compassion, no longer shaming and wronging. So it does become easier over time the more you practice and make it make it a, a regular practice. So number one, creating inner safety. So as I've already kind of started to touch on, a lot of the reason why we don't be our authentic self and show up fully as ourselves, express, ask what we need, share what we desire, set boundaries, all these different things, is we don't feel safe. Because in a time in our life, in, in childhood often, when we were the most open, like I shared, when we were most open, freely being ourselves, giving love, that's when we were hurt the most because we were just so open and it felt we were so vulnerable and sensitive and we were shut down, wrong, shamed, and it hurt because we were just so open and innocent and we learnt to shut down. So what we need to do is start to rebuild that inner safety and become the support system for ourselves but also create a beautiful external support system but we also want that internal support system then we come into triggers because often if we if we were to start with triggers and we don't feel safe we tend to become really overwhelmed and swept up in the trigger and the stories that come with it so by creating that inner safety it's that foundational piece it's like the foundation of the foundation because as i've mentioned self-love is our foundational part of the masterclass creating safety is the foundation to, um, to self-love. Then we go into triggers are the stepping stones. So what this means is that triggers are revealing to you what is held inside. So it's actually letting you know what's going on so that we have the awareness to do something about it. If we didn't have the trigger, it would just stay buried. So we need the tools to know how to navigate triggers effectively so we don't get swept up in them. And that's what um, tomorrow is all about number three is feel to heal so we need to actually feel what we didn't allow ourselves to feel in those times where we got shut down so when we got the message of i'm not enough i'm not i'm too much or i'm this or i'm that there are wounds there and traumas that are unintegrated that actually need to be felt and expressed so that we can integrate them and they no longer have power over you anymore. They become lessons and gifts because we receive the insights that allow us to grow and evolve. So let's kind of break these down a little bit. So secret number one, inner safety. In order to cultivate self-love, you must heal the wounds and release the limiting beliefs which require you to first feel safe. When trauma, painful experiences, stress and emotions are suppressed or repressed, it is held in the body. The mind may forget, but the body remembers everything. So often I work with clients and there are things that we weren't even aware of or completely forgot about and they just pop up and we're like, wow, I completely didn't even realize that it happened. And then it just starts to, to pop up and then that gives us the opportunity and the space to integrate it. Because even if we don't conscious or not consciously aware of it, it can still be really deeply affecting how we show up in our lives and the experiences that we're having. So coming back to suppressing emotions, a lot of us were shamed or wronged or shut down 
early on in life when we were expressing emotion. A big one is anger. Who feels comfortable expressing their anger here? Let me know in the chat if um, what emotion is a no-go emotion for you? What is the, the one emotion that you're like, I'm, I'm not allowed to feel that, I can't handle that, it's too much, I shut it down? Pop in the chat. For me, the biggest one would have been anger. It just felt so unsafe and a lot of us just like, maybe we, we threw a tantrum when we were younger and it triggered our parents and they didn't know how to deal with their triggers and so they just were like yelling and screaming and shaming and shutting us down it was just like a really overwhelming intense emotional experience that was like it is not safe for me to feel that there's a story that i share um, and i'll just share it for anyone that, that hasn't heard it yet but there's um it's actually from gabor mate which is one of my mentors he's really incredible and he talks about a young girl she's five years old and she wants a cookie it's just before dinner so her mom says no the girl, the little girl really wants this cookie. So she starts to like rock up and starts to yell and scream like, I want this cookie, like demanding this cookie. And then her mom gets really triggered because she grew up in a household where there was a lot of fighting, a lot of anger, and she hasn't integrated those wounds and she doesn't know how to deal with that kind of anger. And so she says to her little girl, good little girls don't get angry. But because she gets triggered and she doesn't know how to deal with what's coming up, she shuts down. When we shut down and we're in that like stress response, our heart closes down. That unconditional love or that free flowing love that usually flows to her daughter gets shut down. So the message that she receives is not that good little girls don't get angry. It's that angry girls don't get loved. So now she has the message of if I express anger, I'm not going to be loved. And when we're in that, like when we're five years old and when we're in our childhood, we rely on our parents, our caregivers to take care of us. It's a survival in instinct. So we will shut down our authenticity, our authentic expression in order to survive. Like I said, that's essential because we need to get from A to B and then we get to adulthood and we get to unravel all these layers and go on this, this journey. And it can be really tough at, at times, but we can also receive and learn so much through adversity. That's why I say, we integrate these traumas and these wounds and these beliefs and we actually get the gifts the insights and the lessons so the suppression this creates the feeling and belief of i am not safe not feeling safe in the body and not feeling safe in the world because if we suppress all these emotions and wounds get stored in the body now the body is no longer safe to be in so we live up here and we're constantly thinking and anticipating what's going to happen next where's the next threat preparing for that next threat so we can kind of like kind of have our plan of attack or we sometimes will start to like coming back to like negative self-talk we'll say all the things that we're afraid other people are either saying behind our back or might say to our face we'll say it to ourselves first to like with the kind of thought that it will cushion the blow Sometimes we're like, why am I saying these horrible things to myself? Often we're like, I'm trying, unconsciously, we're trying to beat people to the punch because we feel like it won't hurt as much if someone else does say it. So there's just these different coping mechanisms that we've got running that a lot of us are unaware of. And I was unaware of them for a very long time, confused why I was depressed and anxious all the time and why I couldn't speak. I was like, why what is wrong with me why is everyone else normal and i'm just this weirdo that can't speak um 
And it was just, there was so much stored beneath the hood that I was so unaware of. So when we don't feel safe, we protect. And that's what I've been talking about. There's the, the perfectionism coping mechanism, the people pleasing, numbing, um, and so many more. I remember doing a webinar and I had this massive list of all the coping mechanisms I could come up with just to kind of open our awareness. I'll see if I can find it and pop it in the Facebook community for you. But let me know if this is resonating. What is, what is one of your coping mechanisms if you feel comfortable to share? What is something that you do in order to create a sense of safety? And I've got a little, um, little piece here. So many of us jump into the healing work before we feel safe in our bodies and wonder why we become even more overwhelmed and it feels like it's not working. So we really do need to create that foundational um, piece of safety. And a lot of the time we do this by working with someone. So we're held. That's why we show up to these webinars and masterclasses or do programs or work with a coach or a therapist or someone so they can hold the container and we're not alone. Because often when we're alone, that's when we get swept up in the stuff, in the stories, and it just gets really overwhelming. So sometimes creating safety will start and often we'll start by getting support from someone that has gone that journey before. If you find someone that has walked that path before you, you will be completely blown away at how fast your life starts to shift, your belief systems start to shift, all of these things because you start to actually, you receive that energetic transmission that I was telling you about. It's not just the words they say, it's not just getting more information, more how-tos, more things like that. It's the energetic transmission and working with someone that has walked that path and knows what works. Someone that you resonate with is going to create more of that feeling of safety of this person gets me because they've gone through that path. All right, secret two, triggers of the stepping stones. I'm only going to kind of touch on this one just because we are going to have the whole session tomorrow on this. But triggers essentially are opportunities to heal. So if we can stop wronging and judging and shaming our triggers of like, oh, I got triggered, there's something wrong with me, or why does this keep happening to me? Like, and we start to shame ourselves. We're actually just suppressing more and more of what's actually trying to come up. There is this natural mechanism of the body will purge out anything that's out of harmony. So any kind of like when you get sick, your body will automatically start to go into the healing mechanism. When we're, it's just like, we don't have to tell our body to breathe. We don't have to tell our body to actually start to push out toxins and heal itself. It's the same thing here. I really believe that the triggers is a way that we're actually bringing stuff out in order to release it. But when we start to shut it back down and suppress and cope and protect, it actually stops that natural cycle of healing. So even just that awareness, we can just start to come into a bit more curiosity when you're triggered. What is coming up for me? The trigger is revealing what's unhealed deep inside. When you shine your light of awareness, you take your power back and you learn and grow from the experience. So triggers are the stepping stones leading you home to love and full acceptance of what is, what you're feeling and who you truly are. And just even with that, we can start to shift that whole experience of when we're in a triggered state rather than like, oh my God, this is happening again. And like, yes, this is happening. There's something here for me to learn. Like what is here for me? And we could just shift the whole experience just with that. I have a really incredible episode on my podcast, The Good Girl Unleashed, and it's the three power questions 
and that's a really powerful practice I use um, for navigating triggers as well. All right, so secret number three, feel to heal. This can be one of the most challenging because we have been practicing not feeling for so long, numbing out, dissociating, distracting, being busy and avoiding feeling the deep emotions. There's this misconception of if I feel this, I won't survive and I won't be able to get back out. It almost feels like we're going into this deep, dark hole and we won't be able to get back out if we go in. I actually see it like a tunnel. When we lean in, it's like we're taking that first step into the tunnel and it gets darkest before the dawn. But then you get to that point where you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You keep taking those steps, feel what you need to feel, express what you need to express in a safe space, in a space where you feel held and supported because a lot of this stuff that's buried really deep is quite intense. So you do want to work with someone, especially if you do have deep traumas, um, a lot that you're navigating. I find sometimes there's a, a lot of confusion around what trauma is as well. We tend to think of what trauma being something that happens to us and all about the external experience. But the trauma is actually what happens inside. Just like the little girl that wanted the cookie and was told no, and she received that message of um, angry girls don't get loved. That is a trauma of feeling like love is conditional. And if I am myself, if I express what I need to express, I'm not gonna be loved. So therefore I can't be myself. That's actually considered a, a little T trauma. So there's the big T and the little T. And it doesn't mean that one is bigger or worse than the other. It just means that there are different types of traumas. Think of it more like a spectrum. So we've all got experiences that have shut us down in some way. And so we're on this journey of integrating that and coming home to ourselves. So when you suppress emotions that are painful, you suppress the emotions you most yearn for. We cannot numb ourselves to grief or anger or pain and stay open to joy, love, bliss, acceptance. It doesn't work that way. We're here to experience all that it means to be human. What we perceive as good and bad. I don't believe either are good or bad. It's an experience. It's an energy, an emotion, a frequency, a vibration. None of it is bad or good. We're here to experience it all. And how would we know one without the other anyway? So when you give yourself full permission to feel and express yourself, this is what I feel is like the greatest act of self-love. So let's, let's do this together now. I invite you to close down your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. I know I share a lot. That's why I say watch the replay. So let's just take a moment for everything to land. Maybe shake the body out, bring in a little bit of movement, maybe some sighing. And I want to invite you to speak out loud I want to remind you just how powerful your voice is. It is so powerful. Your self-talk, whether it's internal or spoken out loud, is so powerful. And when we know just how powerful we, we, we are, we will be so much more mindful of how we speak to ourselves and how we speak to others. So what I want to invite you now is to speak out loud with me, if it feels okay for you, I give myself full permission to feel and express myself. Just 
speak that out loud. I give myself permission to feel and express myself. Just notice what happens in your body, what you feel. Is there any contraction, any tension, any resistance? Or do you actually feel like a sense of relief? Like, oh, I've been waiting for that for a really long time. And the next one I want to invite you to say is I give myself permission to love myself, to accept myself, and to receive that love and acceptance. So I give myself permission to love myself, to accept myself, and to receive that love and acceptance. How does that feel in your body? Are you feeling resistant to that? Are you feeling any contraction anywhere, any tension? Or are you feeling that relief and that openness like, yes, I've been waiting for this. I'm so ready for this. Like, I want this. And let me know in the chat what came up for you. Just reading through these comments. I see a lot of coping mechanisms around shutting down. I see a lot of like um, the suppressing of anger and sadness. Coping mechanisms like vaping, negative self-talk, people-pleasing numbing, dissociation. And then I'm seeing, so people were experiencing, you felt relief and a bit teary. I feel excited. I feel resistance. And I've learned to love resistance. And here's why. I realized that when I was feeling resistance, I was at my edge. And when you're at the edge, it's like you're at the door and you're about to open that door and walk through. We tend to think like, oh, I'm resisting. So it's not going to happen for me or there's something wrong. But We've all got our edges. We're like these onions peeling back layer by layer. And when we meet that edge where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm at something, something's about to shift for me. We're going to feel that resistance because part of you is going to be like, oh, are we safe? I need some reassurance. Let me check in. And it's trying to protect you. So to think about that for a moment of you've got something inside you that all it wants to do is protect you and keep you safe and how incredible is that that in a time where there was where others externally were not able to support you something activated within you that was like i'm going to protect you i'm going to take care of you and if we can actually appreciate that part of ourselves love that part of ourselves be like thank you so much you got me through some of the toughest times in my life that part of you is going to feel acknowledged feel seen feel heard and you're going to find it much easier to move through what you're struggling to move through just through that that acceptance of that all right feels like relief i'm not sure i believe it yet but i'll try and it's a process there's never any needing to force anything but always just checking in of seeing what part of me is open to this what part of me is still in resistance to this and that's really important to know I've been working on self-love, but still have a little resistance. Yeah, thank you for acknowledging that. 
throat was restricted. Coping mechanism is anger. Yeah, yelling to feel in control. I so resonate. Yeah. Feeling openness and appreciativeness. Beautiful. All right, so we are coming to the end. I've just got a few more things to share with you. I want to invite you to connect to what is your biggest takeaway from from day one? What is the the biggest thing that you receive, the biggest aha moment, the like, wow, that just hit me, that just made so much sense, that really landed? What was that for you? And pop that in the chat. So there's going to be homework after each daily session. And these are going to be some journal prompts just to bring to awareness of what is coming up for you, what is here for you. So things like on a scale of one to 10, how much do you feel you love yourself or how much do you feel love for yourself? On a scale of one to 10, how much do you feel you accept yourself? And if you're not a 10, what do you feel is preventing you from being a 10? So it's really just delving deeper into the layers to really discover what is beneath the surface for you so that we can start to work through those layers. It starts with your awareness. Like I said, shine your light of awareness and through that you'll reclaim your power. So this can take you five, 10 minutes. You may even wanna take some extra time just to really write out what's coming up for you, go through the workbook. It's gonna be really, really powerful for you. A reminder to get your VIP pass tonight for only 37 before it goes up because we're gonna do that in a child journey on Saturday. And it's going to really be powerful for you with everything that we've been sharing tonight. We can already see how much is coming from those childhood years. And the thing is, those experiences stay with us until they're resolved. So definitely go ahead and jump into that. All right. I'm just going to see what the biggest takeaways were. Where were we? I love all the comments. It's so awesome. <laughs> Triggers are feel to heal hit me so hard. Such a big light bulb moment. Yes. Um, that I have been trying to fill the void by seeking external validation. Yeah. Triggers are an opportunity to heal. Noticing my first memory of not feeling good enough and noticing how negative my self-talk is. Beautiful. That is so powerful to know and to see. Giving myself permission to be myself and love myself. Um, mm, beautiful, Julia. Thank you. Realizing I am my own worst enemy some days, but by shutting down and closing up. Yeah, and we can also reword that of like, we're also our biggest protectors because we tend to do that by like we're shutting down and closing up as a way of protecting. So there's part, I like to see it in a, in a, a different light of part of me loves me so freaking much. It wants to protect me or putting me in a little ball, hiding me away where no one can touch me and no one can hurt me ever again protected and just holding me so like tight um almost like a little like overbearing mother mother bear um that's the way i like to see it because when we kind of see ourselves as our own worst enemy we're still kind of looking down on ourselves and shaming ourselves for for how we're protecting but it's just what we've been doing for so long it, it was the only way that we knew how to protect ourselves um in that time and so if we can start to shift just the way that we see it and the way that we um, word it and use our language, it can be really powerfully healing just by shifting that as well. Realizing my trigger and coping mechanism is the same thing. Anger and yelling, feeling control. Yeah. Worse is realizing that I behave the same as my, as my father does. 
I so resonate that with that. We tend to start to act out what we experience as children. And again, it's like almost this calling out of like this inner child is calling out to heal this wound. And like, so we tend to act out, which is what children tend to do. I see my son doing all the time. If I get really frustrated, he mirrors it back to me and he'll, he'll copy and copy. And like, like I said, they're watching, they're absorbing, they're acting it out. Um, so see it as your inner child just showing you, hey, I'm still hurting. I'm still hurting. And I, I want to be seen. Mm, thank you, Jade. All right, let's close this space. I know we ran a little bit over time, but thank you so much for, for being with me and receiving. Um, I'm so excited to continue this journey together. So tomorrow is diving into triggers. I, I love talking about triggers because it's something that's been one of the biggest challenges for me and has just been so intense <laughs> and sometimes often they just come out of nowhere and just slap you in the face and you're like oh i didn't see that coming um so we're going to delve into that i'm going to support you of how to navigate that with ease and to allow them to be your teachers i'm going to stay in touch by email in the facebook community feel free to reach out anytime that you need all right sending you all so much love have the most beautiful evening and i'll see you tomorrow oh, thank you all so much Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was such a honor and a joy to share this with everyone from the Masterclass. And now I get to share it with you as well here on my podcast. I'm so blessed and so honored to be here with you. Um, just a little reminder that if you are wanting to jump in and get access to day two and day three, um, go ahead and do that now because these replays are only available for a limited time. They will be coming down and there won't be the option to, to get these. So make sure you do that now. And the VIP package as well. So the VIP, you get that bonus call where I guide you on the inner child healing experience. Plus you get my Abundant Love Meditation album all for just $27. So the total value of all of this is $497. And today you're going to get it for only $27. So go into the description of this episode, you'll find the link there, you get to choose your option, whether you just take your, your free seat, you can like really receive what we've shared over the three days, you're going to get so much from it, you're also going to get the workbook and access to our community, um, so you're going to get so supported on this journey, and then for anyone else that wants to delve that little bit deeper, get your VIP pass today, and I can't wait to share this with you to support you on your journey i know you're going to receive so much from it thank you so much for being here and i'll see you in the next episode thank you so much for listening to the good girl unleashed podcast if you are loving this content go ahead and subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes please leave a five-star review to help me get these powerful teachings and practices to those who need it if you would like to submit a question or would like to know more about how we can work together send me an email to info at So much love to you, beautiful human. Until next time.